1: and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin.
2: And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hurry, hurry, hurry! It's One More Thing. Armstrong and Getty. One More Thing. The end of the week is upon us. And we got a bunch of stories we didn't squeeze in today. Probably talked about the Queen too much. We talked about not talking about the Queen a lot. Uh, but there's some stuff we probably ought to get to. And now we're it's now using we're, and or interesting. Yes?
4: Now we're talking about how we talked about not talking about the Queen too right. much.
3: Okay. Yes. Yes, I did. And I apologize. Uh, first of all, this is I, I just admire this, uh, this idea. But does clip number 11 need any setup, Michael? Uh, No, actually, I think he explains it pretty well. Yeah, hit it. Yeah. I just opened up a pizza restaurant on DoorDash, but what they don't know is that I'll be selling frozen Walmart pizzas out of my kitchen. First, I
0: ordered a bunch of pizza boxes with our logo on it because we had to look professional. Then I went to Walmart to buy other frozen
3: pizzas, so I went home and set up a few things in the tablet DoorDash sent me, and our restaurant was live. We started getting orders fast, but the DoorDash drivers were mad at how long it was taking. But somehow, at the end of it all, everyone left five-star reviews on the pizza, so I guess it worked. Wow. That's just smart.
4: As uh, I live in a town that doesn't have very good pizza, and um, it still costs the same. I had a pizza at a gas station the other day. Slice of pizza might have been there for days, and I thought this is every bit as good as a lot of pizza places that charge thirty bucks for a pizza. So I could see how he could sell Walmart pizza out of his window and 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 pull it off.
3: mm mm-hmm. uh, So I'm looking at uh, this uh, John Fetterman. He's the fake hoodie union guy who's running against dr oz in pennsylvania for the senate right who had the stroke um Complete and, and
4: phony i was not aware of his phoniness until you turned us on to it about how he's just he's just like one of those perpetual student lives off of mommy and daddy trustafarian
3: dudes right and he's got like a, a master's in public administration from harvard
4: but he but he but he he wears jeans and a hoodie and acts like he's working class union guy
3: yeah, yeah, and and Tucker was was pretty good on him last night. He strayed, as Tucker often does, too far in my mind. But weren't we going to play some Tucker about uh, the Queen? Did we ever get to that? Probably not. Back to the damn Queen. Um, not that, not no. The the topic of the Queen, not the damn Queen. The damn topic of the the Queen. Um, I don't see that on the list. Did we have that? Or were you just going to quote him? I think I did earlier. Oh, you did. Okay. It was it was not very memorable, apparently. Right. <laughs> Either that or I got the memory of a 90-year-old, which I do. It was the
4: stuff about how all the countries that Britain occupied are better off for having been occupied Brit- oh, by Britain. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, right. And uh,
4: it's a complex notion.
3: Yeah, but uh, here's another story we've talked about a, a bit in recent weeks, but it absolutely deserves, I mean, it deserves five times as much attention as the whole queen passing away thing. Clip number 21, Michael. A new report out last week that shows the extent
2: of the last two years of the COVID-19 pandemic on school children, essentially erasing two decades of progress in math and reading. The National Assessment for Educational Progress, often called the nation's report card, found that math scores dropped seven points, marking a first ever decline. And
3: reading scores slipped five points, producing the largest dip in 30 years. Now, we appreciate MSNBC doing that story at all, but I would jump in and point out COVID didn't do that, sir. Closing the schools did that. Yeah. And don't act like closing the schools was an inevitable uh, policy because of COVID. It wasn't. Certainly not for as long as they were closed. No. Signed the millions of American children who stayed in school in red states and did fine. Right. Uh, so, yeah, again, if only we were talking about that as much as we were talking about the the lovely old gal who passed away in Britain.
4: You know, an angle of the queen didn't come up yesterday because it was inconvenient. It was when she asked somebody, remember, about Harry and the, uh, the movie Star Chick? Yeah. When the queen
3: allegedly said,
4: how dark will the baby's skin be?
3: Oh, no, no, that wasn't the queen. It wasn't? No, I thought that it was the queen. No, it was a member of the royal family who oh, will okay. remain nameless. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look <laughs> at you slandering the poor lady. Um, and then I thought this was interesting. Uh, you, you got this problem a little bit now. It's going to be if, if California gets its wish that every car has to be an electric car sold by 2035. The problem here in clip 22, Michael, is going to be, well, it's going to be mountainous.
4: An issue with a key metal component produced in China, used in F-35 jet engines, has brought the plane's assembly line to a halt. Defense Department policy guidelines prohibit the acquisition of metals from China, North Korea, Russia, and Iran. The metal component sourced in China is an alloy used to make a magnet in F-35 turbo machine pumps. A spokesman for the F-35 Joint Program Office says the actual magnets were physically produced in the U.S. It's only a sourcing issue holding up these contracts. The F-35
3: fleet, already in service, will continue flying as normal. If I'm the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, number one, how the hell did I get that job? I mean, <laughs> it's wow. not choice, Right. Uh, we secondly, need a former
4: disc jockey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, first thing I do is say, uh, I want a list of absolutely everything that we use in the military that we get from China. Every metal, every chip, every everything and we got to figure out how to make that not be the case anymore and then you would say damn right i ordered the code red and then i'd say which one's higher again a colonel or a major i can't (laughs) remember because I wasn't in the military can a colonel tell me what to do or not (laughs) not yes i knew that i was testing you i've appointed myself a six-star general Ah, oh, boy. Uh, I don't want to do that story because it's too depressing.
4: Okay, so uh. there's the, So it's the Netflix headline is uh, was wrong. The Crown has paused production because of the Queen's death. Why would a TV show <laughs> about the Queen pause their production because the, because the Queen has died?
3: Did they use any of the uh, like actual castles for filming know. or anything? I, I doubt it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's so goofy. Uh, and then finally, uh, old man Biden. Who needs more of his act? But uh, Hanson, executive producer Mike Hanson, says that these are kind of interesting, different tone for the old man. Hit us with 70, Michael.
2: I see them out there, and now we're going to build this new bridge here. We're all for it. And by the way, this new road, and we're going to have an internet that's going to be all the way. I love
3: it, man. They ain't got no shame. They don't have any shame. You're talking about the GOP there, I guess? Hit us with 71.
0: I was told this isn't special, but here we go. Okay, yeah.
2: The extreme set of MAGA Republicans has chosen to go backwards, full of anger, violence, hate, and division. And that's what their game is.
4: I'll tell you what, my favorite pundits, and I agree with them, so that's why I I like it, is uh, that this has been pretty brilliant on the part of the White House with the Democrat strategists to make this election about Trump, and they have succeeded. The midterm. The midterm. Everything was going the wrong direction, and it's inflation this, and, the you know, name your topic that you could throw at Biden, and they have turned it into a are you for Trump or against him again. Bingo. Now, things could change in the next month and a half that we got, but for now, it has been pretty successfully pulled off.
3: I don't believe this, but if you do, I get it. The idea that the raid on Mar-a-Lago is part of that strategy.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't believe it either, but it wouldn't be shocked.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of the attention being paid to it. Oh, oh So uh, it is, uh, is definitely part of
4: it. But uh, do you believe this or not? Okay. That Biden's provocative, over-the-top divisive speech that he gave in prime time the other night uh, rich lowry of the national review said one of the greatest trolls in political history that was purely to bait the, the the trump and the crowd that would leap to his defense and it worked
3: to make it about trump
4: to make it about trump
3: huh yeah they
4: wow the, the biden knows trump and the trump crowd can't hold back and, and, and stay on message about the economy and the border and other things that really work against Biden. They're going to take the full bait on the, you know, you're a fascist and all this different stuff.
3: Well, I think the most interesting uh, political currents of uh, the current day are that uh, old man Biden gets up, makes a speech that, again, visually, it looked like it was Nuremberg, 1938. I mean, it was just crazy talking about the dire threat that the ultra-maga types uh, th- th- hold for democracy itself. And then his party is funding all of those candidates to make sure they win primaries because they think, yeah we're more likely to beat them in the general. And some of them will win, and yeah, they're a threat. They're They're going to Crap on the Constitution, allegedly. But yeah, we're going to get them elected in the primaries. Just the utter dishonesty and cynicism of it is something to see.
4: But you only know it if you watch Fox News.
3: That's right. That's right. There's been just a touch of coverage of that in some of your more like Axios or Politico uh, sources, but in terms of like widespread attention to it, nothing. Well, I guess that's it
1: I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin,
2: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C.,